Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Cast Patrol podcast. Joined today by another special guest, the great man, the most cast sprint coach there is, Roger Fabry. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Yeah, very good. Thanks for having me on. I look forward to uh, <laughs> having some fun with you guys, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. It's like um, it's a very young team. I like it. Mm. Yeah. It's like. An old man coming to have fun with his kids today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you're like oh, more than double our ages, so yeah, well yeah. done. Yeah, Hopefully you. double the fun because, Rog, we are the cast patrol yeah. and as the cast patrol, we're always patrolling for cast characters, Yeah. okay? So we had you black booked a long time ago when you are on the Hello Sports podcast yeah. and you did like an all-time exit. Yeah. Are we going to expect anything of similar nature today? But mate, I, it's like I don't come empty-handed. Ooh. <laughs> So is that a warning to our viewers? Be ready. It's compulsory. Love it. Stay <laughs> tuned, guys. Do not leave. So do you want to explain to people listening, they go, Roger Fabry, who is yeah. this guy? What does yeah. he do? Yeah. He doesn't just strip for a living. Oh, absolutely. I can't. Uh, I don't think I'd make much money just out of doing that, would I? Um, who is he? He's probably the best sprint coach that's ever lived. Wow. That's who he is. Well, I couldn't name another sprint coach. Yeah, well, and you never wouldn't be able to. Um, most people wouldn't be able to. Um but mainly what I do is just provide guys with speed that makes a difference athletically, not recreational. I don't, I don't provide recreational speed, so I don't get you high. I get you fast. Yeah. So my, my job is to, whether it's a field-playing athlete or a court-playing athlete or obviously a track athlete, to be the best version of yourself. And fortunately, I've had some pretty good success and learned how to market myself pretty good grind pretty hard um, and I'm here where I am now. But it certainly didn't happen overnight. You know, our, one thing that's critically important that everybody's got to understand, I was born in an era where there was no social media, mm. no internet and very hard to get recognition. Mm. So I'd have to work, I'd have a, a job and this was my side gig where I'd be trying to try and get with teams just to get an opportunity to show my skill for free for a very, very long time. So give me some penance, you know, even though it didn't just happen overnight, you can talk shit about me or whatever you like, but at the end of the day, I worked hard to get where I am. So I charge the money I do because I'm fucking damn good at what I do. 100%. I love the grind. you got to respect it. I love the social media presence. It's definitely helping the business. Who are some of the sports stars you coach currently? Oh, currently? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's very difficult because most of the guys that I coach trained currently are playing for their existing team. So, and and even the cricketers that I played are overseas in England on an Ashes tour. So, um, in season it's quite it's it's hard. I and I don't actually want to tell you the people that I train in season because some of them are not supposed to come to see me in season. <laughs> so, <laughs> what about off season? Off season. So off season, I had a, a huge. I mean, my catalog's massive. I, I hate dropping names left, right, and centre. But yeah. trust me, the guys that you idolise. I'm sure if you Google me, most more more than likely they're training with me. Okay. What does a, a day in the law, a, a day to day look like for you? Um, so I have a, I, I'm a guy who really likes structure. I yep. really like structure and routine. Yep. Um, I'm a big sufferer of mental health, so I, if you sort of throw curveballs into my life, I, I, it sort of disrupts my routine, and I pay the price mentally for it. So I'm learned very quickly that the more I have structure and the more I have consistency and frequency in what I do, then I can be great at what I do. So a normal day would get me like I'd go to the gym or run myself in the morning, um, sometimes both. Yeah. Then I do, as I've got older, I'm not as resilient in the field as I used to be. Um, being on my feet all day uh, in, the, in the harsh sunlight as well when it's summer, it's fuck. It's a tough gig, mm, and it's, yeah. a, it's tough gig when it's raining as well, and it's tough gig when it's cold as well. You know, you forget there is some great parts about it. You know, when it's a beautiful day, when there's no wind, it's fucking no play, better place to be. But when you're on your feet all day, it, it's tough. And in the early stages, um, before I, I started to really kick goals, I'd have to to earn the money to sustain my household, because mm. as you guys know, it's not fucking cheap to live around here. No. You know, you got to 
earn your wage to make sure you can pay. Fuck, the rents are through the roof. 100%. Um, so I, I do long stays with a lot of sessions but now I've got 17 coaches that work with me now and a business manager has made my life a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. So I basically do two – and, and I've said this many times, I'll never stop working because the day I stop working, I'm telling you, I'll just deteriorate mentally. I, I honestly don't actually know what people do when they, don't, when they stop working. I, waking up without a purpose, I wouldn't give a fuck if I had <laughs> trillions of money in, in the yeah. bank. I still need a purpose. I need, still need to do something. In actual fact, if I had money, all I do is punt all day. And what, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't know what else you do. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what you do. Literally, yeah. It's just Literally, you can go for a walk, you can go to the gym. But how long is that all? Is that yeah, going to yeah. take? 100%. So it's important for me that I, I like to stay stimulated. Yeah. So I do two sessions in the morning, two sessions in the afternoon and then come back home and to my family. Either, you know, I love watching sports and yeah. that's about that's, – that's it and I do that on repeat. Yeah. But I do it seven days a week. I don't have a oh, rest day. We love watching sports as well. Did you yeah. watch The Origin on Wednesday, yeah. Game 2? Yeah. What did you think about it? I thought it was rubbish. Yeah. I thought it was 100%. rubbish. I thought it was rubbish. Um, I think I, I, I don't want to bag people, but, you know, it's easy to talk in hindsight. Yeah. Um, but I'm a big – I mean, I'm in a sport where I have to play – sorry, I have to pick people consistently on form. So say, for example, that I'm – we're talking track. Mm. An athlete had run – 10-3 for me two years ago but it hasn't showed me 10-3 then he just doesn't I, I can't pick him in my relay team no way yeah. you know so it's it to me i try and carry over that and i felt that a lot of people may have got there on on names or, or you know it's as i said it's easier to say on hindsight and i probably would have done something similar initially but if it didn't work, I certainly would have learned from my mistake and not do it again. 100%. Like Billy Slater, for example, he did exactly that. Gagai Ponga, they've done it before, but Reese Walsh and Hammer, he, I, they I were think, in form and yeah. he selected them. Yeah. But Freddie, on the other hand, didn't go that direction. And he had a chance it, to rectify he it. Like you know, Campbell he, had, Graham, he got it once. Nico like, Hines. Yeah. And Flynn Edwards. He <laughs> just took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> do you want but more Penrith players in this no. team? Why would I? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you support, Rog? I don't support anybody. Really? No. Just fast I used, players. So, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Just love so, speed. <laughs> well, I used to be crazy about South. I was fucking mental South supporter. Yeah. Like yeah. And I still have probably a heart for them. Um, my brother used to take me to all the games when I was a young kid and to sort of grow up on that. I Actually, you probably wouldn't know this guy. But one of the my, one of my very first clients was a guy called Phil Blake. Have you ever heard oh, of him? Yeah. Yeah. Chip and Chase King. Chip and Chase, yeah. <laughs> How old would you have been? In my dad's ball sack. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah. I hear the stories about him. Like he was a freak. So he was one of my first clients. Really? We were good, very good friends. And so um, I grew up knowing all the South boys. They used to come to my parents' restaurants. Um, so always been passionate about it. But then... I think you want to see your own success succeed. Mm. So when I'm training so many players from so many different clubs, I actually just go for the player now. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, and actually it makes it much better because fuck, I get. To, you, I used to be so. I used to be an emotional wreck. Mm. Yeah. If South got beat, oh, I'd be like, yeah. fuck, and you can't even talk to me. Twenty-four hours. Oh, and those, those years they came back in the comp would have been poorest mental health of all time. That was it's shocking. It's shocking, man. And I, and I honestly, there was no fox back then, so I used to travel <laughs> to every game. Really, every Jesus. game. I'd be sitting with this, the – what wow. do you call those maniacs? A borough. borough. The borough. I'd be sitting in the borough. <laughs> i get my – they'd give me a flag. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'd have to wear, wave the fucking flag. I used to go for the – they had three grades then yeah. at the same fixture. So your under-23s would play, yep. then reserve grade would play, and then it'd be first grade would play. I'd get that 11.50 <laughs> at 12 o'clock and not leave till 5 o'clock. Fuck that. That's commitment. Yeah. That is – and I'd travel Jesus. everywhere. It was – it was like a religion. Wow. I met some girls from there. I used to fuck them in the toilet. <laughs> Where, in the borough? At the stadium. Yeah, at, at the stadium. Because <laughs> you get there early. Yeah, we're out. So yeah. You didn't even watch half the under 23s. Fuck, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, this is, that's a true story. Oh, that's yeah. So New South Wales Rugby League, they make you the coach for game three. Who are three players, oh, you're dropping. You're going to destroy my life. Got, yeah. All these guys follow me. Well, it's very difficult. What was the question? You're the coach for game three. Who are three players that are gone? Don't play. And three players you're bringing in. You're thinking in the future, Rog. Come on. You're the coach. It's such a difficult question. Do you just get rid of the slow cuts? (laughs) Is it all about speed? I wouldn't. I'd probably get rid of the fastest guy on the first. Wow. Fox. Okay. Fox number one. Who else? Um, 
are probably Luai. Yeah. Yep. He's not that fast, eh? But you're asking. And <laughs> 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 oh. um, hey, one more. Give us one more. The guy at the, ba- guy at the back or what? Or maybe Fuck. like Junior Barlow, probably the slowest player he's on the field. Slow. Nah, he's good. We're going to keep him there. Who? Junior Barlow. No, I think he's decent. He's good. <laughs> Who are you bringing in? That wasn't there. The guys, the, the guys that you mentioned in the room for. Yeah, yeah. I give them an opportunity. I don't can't. It's difficult. Like, I don't know why they're just not. When you say their names, I don't think people even entertain them. Yeah. Dylan Edwards, crazy, yeah. as a rep player. No, Clint yeah. Gutherson. Yep. Gutho's been good. But they're just playing good football. Yeah, Campbell Graham, one of the best. Campbell Graham, in the comp, and he just didn't even get selected. Nico Hines. Hines. Yep. One, two bad games. Freddie goes, no. It's a head scratcher. It is. We're all sitting here like, what's going on? <laughs> but you can, at the same time, you can justify what he's done. Like, yeah. if, if they won, we wouldn't be having this discussion. No. And that's why I think it's, un- you know, those guys, put it this way. You ask me if I, if I was the coach, what would I do? The public would insist that I make a change. And those are the changes I would have to make. Yeah. Whether, you know, reluctantly or gleefully, that's entirely up because the game is completely full of perception. Punners like yourself, yeah. people will just bag him left, right and centre. Yeah. I actually almost feel like he succumbed to the situation. I thought last year he played, he picked a team pretty close to being on form, even though he got beat. Then the uproar that Fox wasn't there and then White mm. Whiten shouldn't have been left out. I don't understand why yeah. he played it. Had a great game. First game and great player. I'm saying they're all great players that get picked onto there. Honestly, it's a difficult gig. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. But when a guy plays so well yeah. in game one, like Jack Whiten, for example, yeah. do you remember last year? Mm. Yeah, yeah, he was incredible. Year. And then they dropped him. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I think there's been a lot of those over Freddie's career as coach. And I think it's got to the point where I work like, with Jesus. Freddie. Look, I can't, I, I, I would never bag. And I want to make sure that all these guys that you guys have here are not bagging any of you. <laughs> yeah. We're just talking about yeah. it's just an opinion. I'm not a rugby league expert in actual fact, anything but that. What are you an um, expert in then? Speed. Okay. <laughs> and, and, well, let's talk about speed. No, 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 no. no. We talk I'm about cool speed for you guys to talk whatever you want. But <laughs> I'm big in my philosophy on this and this. You guys will learn this as you get older. And if you have this attitude, then it's a recipe for success. Be great at what you do. And not good at so many things. Does that make sense yeah. to you? Don't be like just an a, expert in one field. And that's what I'm great at. Yeah, I'm a great coach, not a great businessman. I'm a great speed coach. Then what do you do? And if you become great at that, the people that are also great in their individual fields, they want to align themselves with you, and you build that network. Mm. And that's what I've got now. So I've got all around me the people who are the best in whatever fields that I've got to look for. But I'm the best at what I do mm. and that's what I want to be known as and that's why I want to be good at it. And I think the people that – and you can relate to this. I mean there's so many kids these days that have been brought up that are, so, are good at many sports and then they get to themselves. They keep continuing being good and they never got a chance to be great at one sport. Mm. And they could have looked back and I know heaps of kids and I try and knock that and try and steer them in the pathway. Give this – 110 percent netball or rugby union why do you want to do netball and soccer then afl and all this and then you never get a chance of being Mm. great at anything then it comes representative time and you miss out because you're too loaded you've done too many other disciplines hope everyone's enjoying the chat with roger favory so far just wanted to do a quick announcement on the tbc live winners from last week's state of origin giveaway so last week we're running a competition for state of origin game two to give away these bad boys exclusive backcast never last shorts so there was two major prizes one for the best prediction and the other one for the funniest prediction on the tbc live app sage without further ado Announce our winners. Start off with the best prediction. So this one, it wasn't correct, but it was still one of the best predictions. So Bob Smith said, Freddie to play another player out of position in the next sub. 
What a flop. <laughs> so, I mean, there wasn't anyone out of position, but his subs were very questionable. He they was were. close. I mean, Cook, obviously, the number one out of position. Yeah, 100%. Played in the center. And, yep. and I, I, then Murray didn't come on until the yep. 43rd minute. And yeah. Utakamanu played 13 minutes. Yeah, ridiculous. His subs were all over the shop. So, Bob Smith, congratulations. congratulations. You've won a pair. One of these pairs are coming your way. Footy Shores, there's pockets in them. Back cast never lasts. On the back. And now, I can't complain. The funniest prediction. This one was funny. Okay. Dish liquor. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> the prediction was David Fafita's mum runs on the field, knocks out the ref, and Latrell six-month suspension. Well, wow. wow. So surprisingly, it didn't come true. Well, yeah. Unfortunately. Someone did do a thumbs up and said it's going to happen. Well, Latrell's well, almost out for six weeks well, now. Yeah, he's so, ruled out. So he's so close. Technically, it's, it's true. Technically, it's but true. But it didn't all happen. How'd so. you boys go on the app on TBC Live on Wednesday night? Not very good. No, I had a shocker too. No, shocker. Was, all my predictions were based on the Blues. Blues to score, Blues to do this, and they did nothing. You want to yeah. hear how unlucky I got? Tell me. I said towards the back end of the game, a Queensland player yeah. to be sinned. Oh. Reese Walsh was oh, sent, sent off. off. Sent off. It doesn't count. Oh, it was joking. a killer. It was a killer. Oh. Although State of Origin's over, there's still plenty of time to get involved and make predictions for all the upcoming NRL games. 100% Jim. And how they do it? www.tbclive.com. We'll put the link in the description below. Join the action and we'll see you guys game day. Woo! Back to the chat. Yeah, I do agree with that. What about some success stories, Rog, in like speed coaching? What what comes to mind? As in what have I achieved? Yeah. An Look, NRL player specifically. Again, I, I don't want to big note myself. Actually, I do big note myself. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> my, my catalog's undeniable. You know, my biggest success story is taking Jared Hayne to the NFL. Wow. Making the really? roster. Yeah. I've had Jared Haynes since he was 15. Wow. Now, you guys, if you know anything about that, how Herculean an effort is to make a roster as a running player, not a punter. Yeah. 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 Your Incredible. boy Val Holmes went there, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. How'd Val he go? Went. Not very Isn't he back here? He's back. back. Here, yeah. Playing left center. He's killing it here, to be fair. Did he make a roster? No. 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 But, I'm, and again, he's, a, he's great. And I, I coached him when I was at the Sharks. What I'm trying to show you is he'd be would, – would it be fair to say he'd be in our top 50 players? Yeah. Would that be fair? That's yeah, fair, yeah, yeah, for sure. Might even be – Maybe top 30. Okay. Yeah. Plays origin, have to be up there yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So we're not we, – we haven't sent over a bag of shit. No. no. So he couldn't make it. So we should try and emphasise how good – hey, so I'll tell you – you want to know the story? Because I know the story. I, I will yeah, tell you the story. So, Hayne and I had a very, 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 and we still do have a very tight relationship. Um, I think what's happened to him is completely unjustified, but that's just my opinion. Um, and hopefully, you know, I know he's had a topsy-turvy <sighs> situation where he's been dismissed and it's been upheld and I know it's going to go to the to the court again and hopefully it goes in his way. But that's – I don't – and this is another thing because I, I end up with a lot of bad boys at my uh, – that come up training with me. Heaps. I can go through heaps and heaps and heaps. That mm-hmm. Everybody that's probably fall foul has ended up with me from Matt Lodge to Mitchell Pierce to Jake Friend to – Todd Carney. Todd Carney to Kirtley Beal at the moment. Wow. So I've got everybody who who actually end up to stray. So I, I think there can't be a coincidence that I just end up with that – the reason I've, I also feel that I can offer a little bit more than speed coaching. You know, I've also been in trouble myself and learning a mistake and trying to help these guys and guide them back onto a pathway. Bit of in actual faith, pardon? Bit of mentoring. Uh, it's a huge part of my job. You know, if you ju- you've got a – my job is to try and separate myself from everybody else, isn't it, to be the best? Yeah. Isn't that what the definition is? That's your is? point of difference, yeah. Well, isn't that the definition of everybody? You know, yeah. it is the best at something. It means that they're – Better than everybody else and everything else. We're all doing the same job but I just do it differently or better Mm. or try to. So that is a big value-added service that I can offer because if I can break down and make you guys feel comfortable when you're coached by me, then you're going to put in more of an effort with me. And I think then, you know, you can relate that in terms of the NRL. Like why is Bennett so successful? Mm. Why is Bellamy? Maybe they – Actually, coach the player as well, opposed yeah, to coaching famous the team. For it, just being that people manager, like, being like so but even I think like how many players have gone from 
teams down to Bellamy who have just been regular and now become like fucking fire. Like yeah. Meany, Meany was only decent at the dogs. Oh, and no. now he's just like filling in for Pappenhausen. Perfect perfectly. replacement. Yeah. I mean, even, I, and, he, and I can rattle off. Oh, even oh, possess, even what you possess on the weekend, he's Mate, kicking he, out he, incredible. It can't, be, it's, it, it can't be a fluke. No, no, it's not. It's a and I'm not bagging Robinson for uh, for one second, but he's got a fucking damn good roster. Always, yeah, yeah. yeah. on paper, damn good. one of the best. Mm. I know you guys are South supporters. So I, I have to be careful the way you because <laughs> I know you might have said it with venom, but. Fact is fact, you know, I'll be honest with you, as a punter at the start of the year, I looked at that roster, I'm, I, I thought Roosters would lay down Mazares. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're in def- they were favourite, weren't they? They had, they had three fullbacks Six in the World Cup make the final yeah. final four, Manu, Suwali and Teddy. Teddy. All in the one team, in the back line. Like, it's a pretty damn good, a good roster, team. which is not performing. No, it's not. Well, for South fans, we don't care. Oh, we're happy. We're loving it. I get that. That's, I know, that's why I said that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I thought you'd be comfortable with that. So I can notice that you got shaved legs. Is there any science to behind behind the shaved legs? Yeah, the there, is. there is. Right. How much? So I get a masseuse. Yeah. Once a week, right? Yep. And you try and fucking have wog legs. They know about it. Go and get a massage. Yeah. And this guy fucking rubs like. I ended up with like. I used to be on fire. It had so much fucking friction. Even my balls were fucking on fire. So I said, fuck that. I'm going to wipe them off. So at any time your massages will be that. As far as being uh, aerodynamic, nothing. But it makes me look good too. Look. I'm 56. Quadzilla. I've got a little bit of drip drip. No, you do. <laughs> just a bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. Uh, what are some common misconceptions or myths about sprint training that you come across? The common misconception is that you can't get faster. You can't coach speed. You hear it so often. All the commentators, you can't coach you can't speed. Sp- you can't coach speed. What are you doing when you hear that, the commentary? Just, so you just it, it, look, because I think I wish yourself? they just had worded it differently because when I lecture about this and I speak very strongly about this, you either are born fast or not. That's true. Mm-hmm. A slow person will never be fast, but they will be faster. Yeah, 100%. So what am I coaching then? You just, yeah. A little bit of more speed. A bit more speed. speed. Yeah. I'm not fucking coaching tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not selling fucking pineapples. I actually go to there to comb, make somebody faster. Yeah. So you can coach speed. Yeah. You can get faster. They should say a slow person can't be fast. Yeah. Or when they see a great person, they say can't coach speed. What if this guy could be even faster? Exactly, wow. like Saab. Imagine like him. Saab, bang, even yeah. faster. Yeah, and he can be. Yeah, there's no doubt. All of those guys can be because they ne- surely you guys would think. Now, there's a baseline speed that you get. That mm. means your genetic speed, so that what you were born with, and that's influenced by your parents and yeah. potentially where you were born, and if you're African or whatever it may be. That also has an influence on that because their sport is sprinting in Jamaica. That's their main sport. Um, so a lot of they have a, a pathways program that is specific to that. So that's why they're so great at it. They're constantly being exposed to that. But you can't honestly think that any of those footballers have been trained properly to run speed. The most that they get off is like six weeks in the off season, yep. mm. and if it took only six weeks to be fast, then the whole fucking world would be fast. Mm. It doesn't work that way. 100%. So they get slightly faster, but it's nowhere near their maximum result that they could do. Like somebody that I'm training now, Bronson Sherry, for example, Mm. right, who's got a long time because his suspension doesn't finish until September and is not due back to November. He's been suspended for four years. Next year he's back. Pardon? Next year he's back for the doggies. Yeah, he is. So... It's given us an opportunity to to work a really good speed program, and he's hitting some freaky good times. Like yeah. compared to what you've got on the scoreboard at the moment, oh. he wouldn't be out of place in potentially the top three of the NRL. Top three. Top three. Wow. Who's the yes. other two that you put in that yeah. top three? Dominic Young and Saab, maybe wow. cooler. In that order, or Saab? Uh, I, look, I'd I'd probably think Saab would just take Dominic Young. <laughs> yep. Yeah, did, did his ACL? Surgery yeah. have a big effect on him? Yeah, well, I have, you know, because of that, I didn't get to see him this off season because it took longer. Yeah. Um, 
And I'll be honest with you, he was really due diligent. He mm. actually come back to playing a lot quicker than he, that they thought he would. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a long injury, ACL. Yeah, I, I think he'd done mine. I thought he'd lose a shit fight, yeah. Yeah, so, pardon? I thought he'd lose a lot of speed. So, well, that is usually the rule of thumb people have. But I think he was very due diligent on making sure that his rehab was speed-specific rehab. Mm. It's a different type. So targeting muscle groups that were helping in producing high-quality power and speed, even the shapes he was doing through rehab were very consistent to what the mechanic would look like. I can't tell you factually because I haven't seen him since then. But he's been sending me some GPS results, yeah. which are not far away from what he was running before oh, he had the ACL. That's incredible. So time will tell. We, you know, this is our mission this year. Once the season finishes, he told me he's not going to have any break, and we're going to get in order to see what we can come up with. That's, that's what exciting. you want. In um high school, I want to toot my own horn for a bit. I ran eleven point nine eight in year twelve. Shit ass. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> that was with no training. Yeah, yeah. Just straight well, you wouldn't up. get much faster. How much <laughs> could you get me under eleven? No. No chance. How far should I? I don't know. It depends. That's a huge one's a lot. One whole second. That's ten meters, right? Yeah. Um and I'm like, let's go back. I'm uh, having how old were you when you ran eleven nine? Oh, it's 18, actually decent. Eighteen or seventeen, around there. Okay. So what did you run that handheld or electric? Uh at Hensley. Track. Probably handheld. Yeah, but did that work? Oh, oh sorry, handheld, yeah. Okay. So it's probably about twelve thirty. Okay. Um <laughs> could I get you <laughs> Life's a lie. It's it I couldn't I could make an accurate judgment if I saw how poor your mechanics were. Mechanics like if were your very... mechanics were decent, then the answer would be no. If they were terrible, then never been exposed to speed, correcting your mechanics, doing it for a period of time consistently, that could potentially be achieved. Wow. Yeah, right. But now I'm too old. I'm gone past no, the peak no, you're age. No, you're only 23. Yeah. No, you are. You you you, 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 for Oztag? Can I be the fastest Oztag player in the eastern suburbs? Probably not. Fuck. <laughs> only because I train one. I train the fastest in the eastern suburbs. Did he play Div 1? Um, he did, but I've taken him out of that. I nearly won the store gift with him. A guy called Kieran Mundine. Have you ever heard of him? Uh, I've heard of him, yeah. He play, yeah, Well, obviously, you know, Chuck Mundine. That's yeah, his first yeah. cousin. So I took him down to the store gift, which is Australia's richest foot race. Yeah. Undercover. Nobody even knew who he was. And I would have won that race. If you watch the final, he trips and nearly still oh. wins it in the blocks. Because oh, he's never been Jesus. exposed. But he's fucking damn like lightning. That yeah, was right. one of my – that was a good starting, sporting story as well. Mm. So Hayne was – I don't know if we finished off that. That was probably my greatest sporting achievement. You know, take – I was going to tell you the story. Yeah. You, you were. Did you not see yeah. him, didn't you? Sure. How did I, I skip, Where did we go? How did I lead back to all around the world and back to oh, you? No. I don't know. Hey, we're back here now. Anyway, <laughs> we're back, back to Hayne now. Okay, so um, him and I were in constant contact. I, in, in actual fact, I think that around that time, around – 2009, 2008, this is before he left, right, was when the club started to become quite strict on what the players would do externally. But that guy had his own set of rules. And I have actually seen um, – so do you think that high-profile players have their own set of rules when it comes to their teams? Yeah, I think so, for oh, sure. I reckon they definitely few, have more of a say, I think. Like, for example, if Caelan Ponga missed the bus the other week, I don't think he would have been Yeah, dead. Yeah. So, 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 what's, reckon, so yeah. what's your opinion of that? I think there's definitely a bit of leeway. I think so. I think they – I think um, – Yourself as well? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know the answer, but I don't want to say the answer. But The answer is yes, isn't it? <laughs> it Wing twice. <laughs> um, so, so, Hayne, back then, of course, back then, no doubt, because there wasn't 40 Haynes sitting on the sideline and there's still yeah. not three Tedescos sitting on the line, sideline or Kalins or are those high. And, but in America, because I did some time with the NFL as well, mm. you know, they've got zero tolerance unless you're the quarterback. If you don't fucking ship shape, there is 400 of fucking yeah. guys yeah. on the yeah. sideline yeah. yeah. waiting, yeah. waiting to have your spot. And they've played their whole lives. Exactly. exactly. Through that program, through a high school collegiate level back yeah. into a pro, pro league is just – the program is undeniable, but it is the it is a sport that every state of three hundred and sixty million people yeah. all play. So, yeah. so in two thousand and nine, he had the pull to be able to do whatever he wanted. So basically, why I bring that up is because it gave us an opportunity to have a consistent and 
I didn't have to hide our relationship. Mm-hmm. It was completely um, transparent. That's the word I was looking for. Yep. Completely transparent even to the club. So we had an association. So if he, hypothetically, if he said, I don't want to go to the weights, I'm going to go and do sprints yeah. away from the team, they'd let him. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he, he was that good. He was that freaking good. Anyway, I'll never forget one day I was working down at Centennial Parks late in the afternoon. He rings me up on the phone. I'm like, I thought he was going to ring up to let's organise another session, you know. And it, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm done. I'm like, what do you mean you're done? I'm done. I'm done. I've done everything I need to do in this game. He was still like the biggest name in the game. Yeah. So he said, oh, look, I'm done. I'm like, what are you going to do? He said, well, I want to go give this NFL a chance. And he knew that I had been regularly backwards and forwards because as I said to you, I didn't have the internet there. So all of my knowledge, I'm not a coach that has been a knowledge uh, as I haven't got my credentials through mm. knowledge. I've got it through experience. So I've been out there, I've lived it, I've worked it, I've seen it, I've grinded it and I've used it and tried it and if it didn't work, I got rid of it. Mm. So he understood that I had that type of philosophy, knew I had relationships with teams over there as well because I've been constantly going over there to try and get a gig. And then I had a paying gig at Dallas and I just came back from Dallas. So it must have been around 11 or something like that, I think. Anyhow, he said, I'm going to go over to the NFL and I'm going to try. I said, Jared, I don't think you understand. (laughs) I I, I don't think you understand how how difficult or – and obviously my job as a coach is always to support you. Yeah. You know, if you have a dream, I try and make the dream realistic – but at the same time, I don't want to completely take the dream away. And I try to condition his expectations significantly. Three, I know, 360 million, it's not a small, you know, everybody's doing this. Guys are running fucking damn fast. Yeah. Completely different type of game. I said, yes, you know about it, but you don't understand the playbook in the position that you want to play yeah. is like the size of a Bible. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. And he wouldn't mind me saying this. If he wasn't, if Jared wasn't playing football, he'd be probably stacking shelves at Woolworths. He's not the brightest guy in the world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. and it's unless that's why you have to really to be successful as a running position, go through that whole system of high school, collegiate. In actual fact, in the collegiate, if you don't do well in your studies, you actually don't make the team. Mm. So it's a quite emphasis on academic because it is a structured game. It's like human chess, yep. isn't it? Yep. You get to stop and start, reset and Pick your pieces up and yep. get ready to go. Anyway, I didn't want to dampen the dream. <laughs> I wasn't going over. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going with you. I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah. But he said, can you organise me places to do some training and help me out? And I did. Mm. And then his own management at that time, I don't know if he had a conversation to try and talk about it. He was supportive. I think it was Beavis, Wayne Beavis. And he also had some hookups there as well. Anyway... They must have approached San Francisco at some stage mm. and the guy that was looking after San Francisco, the the owner or the, whoever they spoke to, made a really good business decision because it was smart. Suddenly, let's get this guy over here. He's not going to go any good. But either way, we get 26 million people going to follow this guy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll buy the jerseys. Buy the jerseys. You've got the merchandise. That. You know, we can penetrate into the game. Yeah. It's like... It's a win-win situation for him, right? It's like if he does, he probably won't make it. Yeah. But what have we got to lose? It doesn't cost us anything. Get yeah. some exposure in Australia. It's exactly. <laughs> anyway, so they organised him a private combine. Um, he didn't go through the proper NFL combine. He went through a private – I think it was over already by then. And they organised him a private combine, him and another player. I'm not too sure. I think it was just a local guy. And when you do private combines, for if they have to also be official, so they have to be – recognised and accredited, so they had the official representation there, the NFL representatives. He performed really well, yeah. like really well. Not astronomical, but really well. Ran, I think he ran 4-4-3. Four, four, wow. um, so it's one of those sports where, I th- and I've mentioned this in many other podcasts, that you know I do believe that speed is a skill acquisition even in this game, mm. that even if you can't play at a high level, but if you've got great speed... I'm sure that you and I could name many guys who are in the team because of their speed. (laughs) And let's not potentially say I'm sure that we couldn't name one guy who's in a team because he's got strength. Like whose strength doesn't beat speed. You know, like who gives a shit if you bench press 300 kilos, 
You're not going to yeah. make the team if you haven't got any skills. Yeah. But yeah. if you can run 1050, then I'll fucking throw you on the wing yeah. and hopefully yeah. you can get <laughs> some skills. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah, some yeah. space, you know? you're gone. But at the end of the day, it's that opportunity if you can get some space and you can turn the game, yeah. which we can talk about. It happened in the origin as well. Yeah. You know, all the footy judges are saying that the momentum was lost as soon as Cherry Evans had the ability to ride, run down Crichton. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you actually coach Cherry? Have you been doing a bit no, of I, I haven't, but I – because like, how, how when, does he run down Critter? A bit of a head I couldn't, start, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Oh. I was watching the game and when that happened, I would turn to my friend who was sitting next to me and I said, geez, that Evans is doing well just to try and chase him. I just thought all he was going to do was maybe stop the position of him scoring yeah. underneath the post. Yeah. But to fucking catch him, you know what's like ironic? You know what's hilarious? <laughs> what? The, that the after, <laughs> you know how they had the, the conference after yeah. and they, they talked – about Sherry Evans, he said, oh, it felt like I was on a treadmill. I was thinking, well, what fucking was Critter on? <laughs> <laughs> if he felt sand. like he was on a treadmill, <laughs> yeah. what, what, he must have felt like he was fucking underwater. 100%. <laughs> like everyone thought it was game over, lights yeah. out, Critter's gone. Anyway, so Hain performed quite decently. Yeah. And uh, and the reason we brought that up about the, the time and that Sherry Evans is because 4-3, you take notice – Regardless, even if they can't play the game, it's like that's decent. Yeah. So I think they started to entertain that thought. Anyway, so he kept, he started. I think he, he he went to the train on squad. Yeah, he did. He went to the train on squad and started doing a couple of things at training that people were like, "Fucking hell, what's going on here?" Yeah. I think he went there. They think I think they thought they were going to get a clown, <laughs> and then suddenly, in actual fact, they became the circus, not him. Wow. You know, he started becoming. So I don't know if you then saw – then they picked him as a he – had, they had some uh, preseason games. Yep. I don't know if you ever saw any of the – Yeah, yeah. ran, ran over up, that guy on the wings. I used to wake up in the night. I think it was on at 3 o'clock. I had fucking – my hair was on end. It's like if I had any hair. <laughs> I, like, I couldn't believe the things he was doing. Yep. I'm like, get fucked. Don't tell me I should have been there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I could be getting this fire. It's like, look at this guy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Crazy. I'll remember the week before – the roster was going to get condensed mm. and I'm thinking to myself, you're going to make this. And he's like, I know I'm going to make this. Wow. He had confidence like like I have when I'm out there. It's like yes. this guy, if he's like, I'm on. Sure enough, he made it. Wow. But then not knowing that – so you probably wouldn't know this. So I think he played three games and then the, the one, the last straw that broke the camel's back, uh, he dropped a couple of balls, which we understood. Saw yeah. that, which yeah. was a little was so unlucky because in the preseason he was just catching everything and bumping guys off left, yeah. right, and centre yeah. like they so weren't even there. So you drop a couple of balls, they don't look huh. at you twice. Anyway, but that's all you're there to do. Yeah. Yep. Mm. You know, you're a punt returner. You have to do that. No, no, there's yeah. zero tolerance there. Yeah. Anyway, he he was playing. Kaepernick was uh, quarterback at that time, and I think this was the last draw. And when they call the plays out when you're on the field, you don't have time to fucking go to the guy and say, what was that play? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like 36, 24, whatever it is. You've got to know it. You've got to know it. You've got to know it. Yeah. So he was supposed to run a block play for Kaepernick. <laughs> he was nowhere. <laughs> he was like Kaepernick was looking for him to run the block. So Kaepernick got sacked. Yeah. And they lost. I think they lost it down. And that was the end of Jaron. Wow. wow. But I could understand because it was, it was a pity because if you made a team that wasn't so under pressure because San Francisco had all these players, very similar roster but weren't performing, mm. the coach was under the pump. Yeah. It's like if you don't perform this year, you're not going to have a job. If he was with a team that had potentially not so much pressure put on him and you could have invested in him and, and let him have a little bit longer, who knows? Yeah. yeah. So you reckon if he knew the playbook, he'd be like a good chance to like still be there right well, now? It's certainly going to help, you know. Yeah. Certainly, look, he showed all of Australia and all the world that he had the skills to match it with yeah. them. Yeah. I had this conversation with somebody else. Would you? So, are you guys strong in your knowledge as NFL? Or do you know the players? Yeah. Would you say any player in the NFL could make rugby league? Surely. Yeah, surely I yeah, think I so. Just. But okay, so but why do I want to know why you would say that? So what makes you? So you got a, You're comparing a, 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 a athlete. That comes from a game where they work on one thing, with as opposed to these guys who have to tackle, do defense and offense, yeah, that's true. tackle, 
pass the ball, sometimes kick the ball, and you're going to say that this one person has only worked on being great at one thing, which we, we then we and I'm and I'm going to say this to you. I don't know if you know this, but there has been one guy that came over, played for Newcastle, who's also a sprint coach. I'm not going to mention his name, <laughs> right? And has been described as the worst game in NRL history. Really, Warren Ryan took the option. You can Google it. Okay, all right. It's the worst game in NRL history. I think there need to be some transition time. I don't think you can just put them straight into the game. Well, then you just you just double tracked on yourself. Was that the question? Like immediately, I'm saying yeah, and but basically that's what Hayden did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. that's true. He only had six months or so. <laughs> Not even. What about like Derrick Henry, for example? Surely, just giving the ball, he's just gonna run. But he's still got another game. Still got to that's tackle true. and all that. Still got to tackle. And yeah. how do we know he can tackle? Like people are saying, well, uh, Donald will make it. I'd like to see Donald in offense. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting question. I, 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 love to I say know one. It. What about um, my, my Lada from Eagles? Ooh. There you go. I ah, got him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's played. He played. <laughs> did you, how many NRL games did he play? Yeah, he, well, no, none. Well, he played no, in the 20s. Yeah, under 20s. Didn't play any. Exactly. No, sorry. Okay. Well, look, let's go back to rugby league now. Yeah. Let's talk about fastest players in the NRL. Oh, the drip. Is that what you show on the watch? Richard Neal. Richard Neal. <laughs> how much? How much are you talking about? Oh, well, I couldn't afford it. <laughs> so... How did I get it? Yeah. Perks of the game. I train. This is a great story to me. It's like it fills my heart. I train a guy that owns three mines. Three mines. His kid. Mm. And his kid had the breakout year. And he gave me a present for Christmas. And he said, do not open this in front of anybody. And then I'm sure you're going to love it. Yeah. There you go. And it was that. Bang. So I don't want to get this valued exactly how much it is, but it's more than I own. That's a house on a wrist. Really? Jesus. Anyway, let's go. You said you had drip. (laughs) You weren't lying. I fucking wear it. If I could wear it while I was fucking pulling myself off, I would do it. (laughs) I can't actually see the times. It's so fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Just on that, Rog, is there any correlation between being fast on the track and being finishing fast fast in in bed? bed? Yeah, well, that question was asked to me before. uh, Mate. I can't even fuck, so I can't even tell you any question. I can't answer that question. But you wouldn't but it, know. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. But I'm sure that the guys that are fast, yeah, like to just get in the cunt, fuck it, and then get out of it. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's all you need to know. That's yeah. it. Right. Say less. Let's play last man standing. Let's so, do it. So the way last man standing works, I'm gonna give you two players. You just tell me who's faster. So you know what last man standing used to be when I was a what? kid. What? <laughs> This should be good. Oh, no. I think I know. Have you ever – go on, Dad. Do, do you have any no, idea? No, you tell us. You tell us. Have you ever heard of a game called Soggy? I knew it. Yeah, I knew Soggy it was say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could want to be the last man there. Because <laughs> then you have to eat the sayer, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you eat the sayer. <laughs> oh, yuck. Oh, yeah. All right. It's so, not that. It's not that. It's not that. It's not our last <laughs> man standing. Thank God, because it, I, didn't, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, shit, I'll prepare, but not that yeah. prepared. Right, so here it is. Last man standing, NRL's fastest players. Cooler or Coates? Cooler. Why? Uh, well, he's got a 1085 PB. Wow. Um, and I saw, I mean, the only thing, I'd love to train Coates as well. He's, fuck, he's a good player. Yeah. Like oh, he's, he's so high, good. the stuff he can do in the air is phenomenal. Centre of gravity is low, so he's got that over advantage of him. Cooler will have Coates under pressure. How he's going to respond being under pressure, because he's going to have to run over the top of him because mm. there's no way that he'll lead him out of the blocks. I just don't think you'll have the experience or, or the high speed to be able to catch. Cool. Cooler or Dominic Young? Young. Completely the reverse. I feel that, yeah. um, again, it'll be the same scenario. But then you got – I think this guy, once he gets into his high speed, uh, he'd be right up there with Saab. It wouldn't be much difference. He's clicking. When he clicks over, he's fucking damn fire. Dominic Young or the Hammer? Oh, good race. Good race. So I, I did a I did a um, interview on SEN and they asked me to put my f- four players in a relay. So they were, they did a battle of the codes. Yep. So and they asked me who would be the representation for the NRL. What'd you say? And my four was Cooler was going to be leading them out. Yeah. If yep. it was four by forty or four by fifty, when I mean four by fifty mm-hmm. meters, yep. not four by one hundred. The person I would have leading me out would be Reese Walsh because he would have everybody under pressure. He's 
he can get to his highest Accelerations speed. He's phenomenal. Yeah. They call that quickness. Yeah. So he's got incredible. He's not fast. He's quick. Mm. So the difference is that a fast person can maintain the speed for the rest. Yeah. So I've seen him got run down quite a, quite often. He's yeah. actually back end is terrible. So Cooler would be my person leading me out, putting on the other yep. teams under pressure. Yep. He would then pass the baton on. I want somebody that's got real long stride length down the back straight. That would be Dominic Young. Yep, yeah. And then I want somebody to be able to hug. And, you know, I said this as a fact before the hammer did what he did in game one. Mm. You know how he did that oh, silky he, curve? Oh, yeah. Twinkle toes on the sideline. But do you see how he curved inside yeah. the fullback? So, yeah, so, so I, I said I want him on the bend because he'll hug a bend like there's no tomorrow. Right. The, next, the next <laughs> week he goes and scores a Bang. try exactly oh, like yeah. that. And then I hand it off us. to the fastest man in the league, which is Saab. Wow. wow. So you're picking yeah. a young and hammer? It's There wouldn't be much in it. I, if I had to put a gun against my head, yep. I'd put young. Young, okay. Dominic Young or Josh Adokar? Uh, young, easy. Easily. Easy. Wow. How many metres are we talking? Uh, I, I, because the Fox is a little older now. Well, Phil Good says he's the fastest man on the planet. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't, I'm not sure which planet he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's not Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And Jason Saab or the Hammer? Saab. Saab, okay. In actual fact, you can use this as an exclusive. Wow. What I'm about to say. Here we go. Here we go. This we go. Get the cameras ready. They're oh, They're this, is, this is your exclusive because trust me, everybody that knows me mm. knows that I pride myself on social media and I don't yep. want to look like a fool. I've got $10,000. Come down, race Saab, any, yeah, but you must play a minimum of three NRL games. Yeah. It's on social media. Here it is. Here's yep. your yep. author to cat. There's no way for me to get Wait, out of it. Is this your personal 10K? I'll take it out of my own pocket. <laughs> oh, shit. You bring me down 1,000, though. Yeah. You get one chance. I'm not going to have fucking people come and race him every day of the fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> you must play a minimum of three. For, it'll take you 10 seconds. Yeah. You get 10 to 1 your money. Then shut the fuck up and then nobody can say who is the fastest man or not. So you're saying you're going to give 10000 I'll give 10000 of my Saab own money out of my own money. Yep. Far out. Okay. You come and race Saab. You hit me up on a DM. We organise a day in the off season. Yeah. Nobody has to know. Or you can have as many people as you want. We can publicise it. You know I'm not going to renege on it. Yep. Mm. You bring me a 1000 and race him. So if we, if we somehow get Dom Young and we bring him from Newcastle yep. and we race him, yep. you're that confident Saab will win. You could pay the $1,000 for him. Wow. wow. Go three ways, There we go. Should we go 350 each? Wow. Is there any players that we mentioned that we didn't mention that you think? They have to play a minimum of three first grade games. Yep. So yep. don't bring me a 20-year-old that I've never fucking heard. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not fair. Yeah. What about like wow. Khan Pereira from Gold Coast? Bring him. Or like Jojo Fafita. They're damn fast, and I'm and I'm not, and and you actually got an advantage on your side because I haven't seen them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've that's never true. seen how they move. They look damn fast on the wow. field. Balls on the line here, Roger. So I'm putting it out there. Love it. Wow. Okay. Okay. There we it. go, guys. Use <laughs> it. You're mad if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, straight in. Ten k. Busy man in the Ten k to anyone that thinks they're faster than Jason. So I remember three minimum games. All right. Next segment. This or that. Sponsored by TBC Live. Check them out in the link below and uh, sign up. Make some predictions on the NRL. So, hey, do you want to tell you this one? I'll tell you this one. It's my favourite segment. Okay, Rog. Pronouncing your last name. Fabry or Fabry? Can't stand the way they say Fabry. <laughs> Fabrice. Can't stand Fabry. it. I'm pretty sure that those guys do it on purpose. <laughs> it's not Fabry. the Hello Sport guys. I don't think they know. I think they just fell in. And fuck, <laughs> I like them. Um, yeah. You know, they go. They backed me when I didn't even know that I was even fire on social yeah. media so i really support them but i think maddie johns and brian pletcher they go out of their way to make sure that i they, they call me fabri yeah. you Fabry. can't stand it no i can't stand it <laughs> roger fabri that's it that's Done. the one all right rog speed or agility by far speed by far yeah so, so agility is not a coachable i don't it is you can get better and very similar like i said in speed but I do feel agility is a gift. Now let's talk. Let's just talk about this because it's quite interesting for your listeners. Mm. How many people can we name in the NRL that can cut on a dime? Ponga, Sean Johnson, yep. Sheck when he was around. Sheck when he was around because yep. I trained him as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. 
Who else? Reese Walsh, uh, maybe. Maybe uh, can cut it. But could, is it fair to say we only got a lucky if we get a yeah, handful? handful. Yeah. Surely we're not ignorant enough to think that the NRL teams don't try and coach some agility. Mm. Yeah. So if they coach it, why isn't there more than just four of them that you can mention? Because so not coach it's definitely harder to coach. I almost, it's almost impossible. Yeah. It's just it's a gift. It's yeah. natural. It's a very, it's a gift. It'll be born Look, talented. but we can, we could name, as you just did, at least ten or fifteen mm. guys that are fast. Yeah, heaps. So, so if it was coachable, yeah, isn't it such a huge skill acquisition? You'd it's want that. Sure. In it. yeah. It's massive. Yeah. You can create some space. Very difficult. Who's got the best like combination crossover between speed and agility? That's a great question. Because Saab's is the fastest. Yeah, and but, he can't, his agility is rubbish. But he's also his, his, um, his body stature doesn't allow him no. to do that. Mm, you tall, just mentioned the like guy right now who is. Reesey. Yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect combination. Surely Hammer's up there. Yeah. Probably I, don't, I don't know if he's got that. The way he glides. Kalen's got decent as yeah, well. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen that clip when he came down and raced Bronson. It was all over. I don't have mm. TikTok, but people were sending me it over TikTok. Um, he, I mean, he held himself. Well, Bronson was fucking flying at that stage, and yeah. Kalen held himself okay. Yeah, so Kalen's great. I, like I, I, I got a lot of time for Kalen. I reckon he's great for the sport. Mm. You know, people bag him left, right, and centre. I think he's just fucking no, such great. a good player when he's on. Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, what about this one, Roger? Never run again or never have sex again? <laughs> oh, I would give a fuck about never having sex again. <laughs> uh, you you have to run, eh? You have to run, mate. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> I need it for my mental health. Yeah. It's a big part of my medication. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. I run like I had my hip replaced and I'm already back out running. Wow. That was my biggest thing that I had to make sure that I've got to keep sprinting. I like the endorphins that I get from mm. sprinting. 100%. Uh, what about this one? Put it this way. I can't pull a fuck anyway. I'm not going <laughs> to pull a fucking hamstring. But you can run anywhere you want. I can pull a hamstring yeah. but I can't pull a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the fact. ugliest that men that's fact. ever lived a life. <laughs> Hey, you got the legs though. The legs are yeah, good. Right. And I've got a big cock too, you know. <laughs> you just never get to that stage to use it. <laughs> I, sometimes I, you'll see it. We'll see it later. Is Maybe. Jesus, okay, yeah. stay tuned, guys. Exclusive. Winning a 100-metre sprint race or scoring a 100-metre try? Oh, it's a good, well, I can't tell you because I've never been and I've never played a sport that would give – put it this way, the reception's a lot greater if I score a 100-metre try because mm. I get – 50,000 people watching me. Yeah. You've got to attract me. There's three people there. Exactly. Two are fucking in the tuck shop and one is the mother of the people <laughs> that's in the, in the game. Yeah. And that's why I can't associate myself with just track athletes yeah. because I would be broke. Yeah. There's not much There's money. No, here, eh? Not much money. There's no money. Zero. Yeah. Do you know I train the number one girl in the world at the moment, Delta Amadoski, who's just broken Sally Pearson's 20-year record Shit. in hurdles. She's number one in the world. You wouldn't even know. No, no one knows. No idea. But no, like she's going to the Junior Commonwealth Games. Yeah. And hopefully she might, might win a medal. The only thing that I'm trying to bank on that I can try and get us some fire is that we've got Olympics coming yeah. up and we've got Commonwealth Games in this country. So there is going to be a focus yeah. on track. So hopefully if I can just get my timing right, then I can try and make us some coin. But she trains fucking so damn hard. And all the, I'm sure she's not the only one in those fields, but they just get no recognition at all because nobody goes to watch. Yep. Yeah, 100%. It's pretty boring watching a track meet, to be honest. Yeah, compared to NRL or sport, for example. Absolutely. So, sort of does make sense. What about this one? Being the fastest man in the world or the strongest man in the world? Well, I just answered that before. Usain Bolt, <laughs> take it. But who gives a fuck about the strongest well, man the strongest in the world? Man. What, is the, what cool can they do? Lift the trucks and shit. <laughs> so what, <laughs> But that's that's all he can do, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah, no. Yeah. And just At least like you can take the fastest guy down the road and play fucking ta tag football with you, yeah. and he'll fucking win you the game. Yeah. What are you going to take ten trucks down there? <laughs> so hold on, listen. Can you that's lift all these point. up for me? I need a clear pathway. Yeah. Can they flip your car outside or what? It's got the woo on it. <laughs> uh, listen to questions. So we posted a story. Um, to our viewers and listeners to send in uh -huh. some questions for I yourself. I even had some guys fucking texting me, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm not even going to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> so we try to cut it down uh, to the ones that There's we too could. many. You're a popular man. There's like over enough. 50 and we're just like, no, nah, we just had to condense it yeah. to like seven. So the first one, at Harong Lung, what is Jason Saab's projected 100-metre sprint time? Um, so he's run for me handheld 10.72. Wow. Jeez. That's cool. Handheld on grass. 
on grass. On grass as well. Ten seventy two. Wow, that's impressive. Next one at Vince. How is Bronson Sherry going? We've had our ups and downs, to be honest. Um, It hasn't been all clear sailing. Uh, Is going to come back with. It's pretty traumatic what he went through. Mm. The reason being, um, what's the lifespan of a full... I'm going to ask you guys this question to see what you know because I've asked it to mm. the experts and I actually know the accurate answer. What do you reckon the lifespan of an NRL player is? Average, like average life? Yeah, average life. It's not long. It's literally like two years, isn't it? How did you know? I've done my research. It is actually right. It's two, two years. years. Eh? Yeah. Six, yeah. It's six, not six, 60 games or something like that, So this guy's got a four-year... Man. Yeah. So double the put average. that into cons- put that put that into consideration. That's true. So that you've taken four years of his maximum mm. life potential of earnings. It's a big price to pay for a mistake. Yeah. Huge. Not only that, I handed my accreditation in so I could coach him because you're not allowed to be a you're not even allowed to train with somebody that is registered with WADA or SADA. Oh really? Oh, wow. Which has affected my wow. business a bit, but loyalty to me is the okay. most important thing. Okay. So. The answer to your question is we've had – it hasn't been smooth sailing. Mm. Um, we've had a couple of hiccups on the way but still got a little bit more time and hopefully by that time we are – we ha- when we have had some real good times together as in some consistency, um, he's been ra- running times that would put him in the top three of the NRL. Wow. That's incredible. Top three on yep. grass. Yep. And it follows on because Jason677 wants to know, can Bronson Cherry be the fastest player in the NRL yeah, next year? Be. He can. He can be, wow. but depending on what how Saab reacts to it. Okay. If Saab decides that he also wants to really focus, which he is this off-season, um, on focus on really making sure he maximises his strongest thing, then he's going to make that job a little harder. But Bronson's got a little bit of time on his side now. More application yeah. to speed three days a week. As Saab will be doing nothing, so yeah. that gap's getting minimised. But we'll see what Saab does. Okay, at Coach underscore two o three five. What song makes you want to touch yourself? Um, right now or right always? Now. Always. It's the go-to touch yourself song. Oh my go-to fresh by Cool and the Gang. <laughs> really? You probably wouldn't even know that song. How's it go? Can you give us a little preview? Yeah, she's fresh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quit your day job, Roger. <laughs> no, no, I, I'll be honest. What I mean, you know that I'm infatuated by Pop Smoke. Yeah, I'm cra- I like for a 56 year old guy to be obsessed by a guy's 21 year old rapper. Yeah. like I've got the woo around my neck. Oh, you got yeah, drip. Oh, you got drip. Oh, it's drip. I, I, I iced it's it so up. So good. It's yeah, like yeah. worth. And then if you go out and see my number plates of a woo. <laughs> so you're obsessed with this bloke. Fuck, obsessed. <laughs> I just, I, I like guys. I don't know if you're much into that type type of scene. Um, I feel like he's before he was born before his time. I yep. feel he would have owned. He only was around for two years, and look what he did. Yeah, he was like the king of New York. Yeah. He was like going to be just like crazy. Yeah, he was doing. Was limit, he eh? was doing collabs with guys who have been in the industry that will never get an opportunity to do collabs with. In his first two years. So he was – I don't know if you – like I've watched all of his documentaries and then – don't forget I'm 56. I've been around a long, long time. Yep. I just liked his swag. He had all the drip on. I, I'm, yeah. I, I think I live a life of make-believe. I'll never have that. I wish I could. Okay. Sure. like it. Next one, at Tom Pato. What are your be- three best tips for sprinting at your full potential? Um, first of all, I, I'll tell you this. This is fact. You The best – form of speed development is sprinting. So don't try and look for doing something in a gym mm. because that doesn't translate. If, if if being fast was influenced by the gym, then we'd all be in the gym sprinters. Yeah. We'd never go on the track. So don't be disillusioned and look at anything on social media or read anything else that goes away from the purest form of speed development, which is sprinting. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you need to go with somebody. I'm not saying it just because it's me. I don't give a fuck who you go with. There's a right way to do things. Like if you go with a person that doesn't understand, and this is where experience has really separated myself. I've been around a long time, so I've tried many, many things. There's a right formula to use. So if you use a right formula, it's like a computer. If a software program is neat and installed correctly, then the, the computer will perform optimally. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have somebody who understands how to develop a program and thirdly you need to have a coach that has a keen eye because it is not a complicated movement 
and small imperfections make a significant difference mm. to the outcome. So you need to know, you need to have somebody who can see those things. And last right. question, at Preston Hat 01, what is your favourite feed after the footy? Oh, schnitzel, man. Yeah. I, and pass some. I love – no, not not gravy. Oh. I like – there's a place at Randwick, that uh, Hungarian place. Fuck, they make the best schnitzels, like authentic. Really? Like schnitzel and sips called Corner 75, right? Yeah. If you ever want to go there, the place is, doesn't look like much, but if you like if you like schnitzel <laughs> – this. No, I'm telling you, is this is like – Randwick or whereabouts? Yeah, the spot, French, spot, Frenchman's yeah. Road. Okay. Trust me. Best schnitzel. Like proper schnitzel. Really? And what I do you have you, it with? What if, sauce? Do you like schnitzels? Yeah. yeah. We, used, we used to love Unas. Well, That's our number one. Where is? Unas. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know okay, Unis? so you're half by there, right? Okay, yeah. I'm Unis just, I'm good. now going to take you up another level. Because <laughs> that was decent. <laughs> really? Unas was fucking damn decent. Yeah. This is authentic and you're going to say to me, fuck, come and suck me off. <laughs> <laughs> and if we don't? Then I, we'll fuck each other. Then, we'll you just can't get, get a, this is that good. I'd love to get. I'll be a, the old bloke in three, like a man train. You could just fucking pump me. We'll get it all lined up, and then we'll fuck each other silly. <laughs> well, well, hopefully schnitzel. the schnitty's good then. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You might like the train. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh good. So good. Um, and for the viewers uh, that don't know, you actually used to party with mum back in the day. Because when I said, uh, yeah. mum, I got Roger Fabry coming to the studio, she goes, yeah, I, I know, Roger, we went Mate, way back. Your mum, I can't tell you. Can we close those fucking doors? Yeah, <laughs> let me yeah. close it. <laughs> <laughs> like, she would tell you, I was fire, right? Yeah. Not fire, like I had really long hair. I was a DJ. You said, you said you were a gun DJ. Gun. I was like, I brought R&B to Australia. <laughs> Is that if, why you brought your speaker today? Yeah, yeah. We're going to get a bit of that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm sort of a, a little bit nervous about your mum when I want to uh, – because she knows me. I, I feel a little – so I, I'd, I'd rather do it in here as opposed to out there. Okay. You don't want her to see this side of you. Well, Again. I, 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 she probably freak <laughs> – no, she never seen the weird – like I'm fucking weird now, man, like weird. Off but, the scales. No – when I was, I used to be a DJ, right? That's how I knew your mother. She worked, she actually worked with my wife, okay. my existing oh, wife. I've been go. together. So I've known her for years and years and years. But I was, mate, I was out there. You know, I, I don't know, have you ever, you would have seen a DJ yeah. console, right? Yeah, yeah. But in my day, we had turntables. So yeah. we used to, I think the, I'm not negating the art form of DJing now. It seems to be a lot of computer stuff and I don't know how much skill there is to it. But fuck, in my day, you needed to, it was a massive skill to be able to mix properly and scratch mm. and revert back and be able to do. And I could do. I was made. I was like fire. I was that. <laughs> you had good. that drip back then. Mate, no, not really. No. But I had. I didn't really need it. I had long hair, but I was good at what I was doing, so yeah. I was really popular. Yeah. I used to get girls to suck my cock while I was DJing in the <laughs> under the counter. Really? Dead I'm, set. I'm dead set. <laughs> It's a true story. I'd be in the nude. They wouldn't know. I'd be DJing and the girl would be sucking my cock. Oh, and then you perform even better. <laughs> if your mum would know, she'd have a heart attack. Lucky I closed the bloody door. It's, it's, a, it's a true story. Wow. That's all the time. So you were the king of the cross. Oh, well, I, she saw me at the cross. I started off, it was like an apprenticeship. I actually started off, you know, all the, the hardcore R&B clubs were like Marrickville, um, Padstow, all these wog mm, yeah. areas, right? Fucking wogs loved it. Where well, I had hair down to here, they <laughs> looked like George Michael. You know, we had the flares and fuck. R and B was like I used to, because I used to fly as as you know, as I told you, I didn't have the luxury of social mm. media. So my two passions were music mm. and sprinting, and I had to go over there and listen to the best. But then I had an opportunity to bring back vinyl that wasn't released in Australia. There was no R&B. They'd only play rock yeah. and roll on the radio here. So there was nothing like that. So I'd have the music five months before it would even get released commercially wow. in Australia. But it was already released commercially over there. So I had a reputation. And, you know, people, it's like... I don't know if you've ever – even the ugliest footballer in the world can get girls. Yeah. yeah. Because they're a footballer. Yeah. yeah. So – even the ugliest DJ with the best fucking music yeah. would get girls. Wow. So, so you DJ in the nude? I, with my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And no one would know. No one would know. The only – you know who would know? The barman. Because he'd have to come, to give you the he'd, drink. He'd come over and yeah. give me a drink. I said, what is fucking going on here? <laughs> so don't worry about it. 
<laughs> you could fit right underneath my cabinet. Wow. Fuck. It, it was just built high and you could fit – I used to – people used to uh, – the other DJs used to put their crates under there yeah. with, the, with the records in it. I used to put them over there <laughs> and the curls underneath. Why did you quit DJing? Seriously, have a look at me. Job. I wouldn't be able to fucking pull a hamstring. <laughs> Oh, we love it. Well, look, Hasbullah's been sitting next to you the whole time. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> What's wrong fuck with you, Hasbullah? <laughs> Why don't you like him? He's so because he's always never stops fucking smiling, and never stops staring. He's cute as hell, though. Can you? Yeah, he's cute as with hell. With your dance, can you dance with Hasbullah? Why not? Yeah, fucking great. Can you dance, Hasbullah? Yeah, he, he, he can do anything. He can do <laughs> Is that Russian? Yeah. <laughs> so if you turn Hasbulla around on the back, you'll see that it's got some uh, signatures from uh, our other guests. Yeah. So, Jimmy, you chuck the pen over. Can you sign and ink your name on the back with some sure. spare space? You can draw I'll a put cock, the little draw whatever you want. That's what is this Nichols, a signature here? Yeah, that, mate, from the top is Gay Waterhouse at the top. Campbell Rain. Oh, that this sticker, one? that's uh, Mark Nichols, the goat. The flipping goat, that's his brand. Who? Mark Nichols, the goat from the Dolphins. You know the goat, the bold oh, goat. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's not the fast. Dolphins, is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't yeah, like him, yeah, yeah, he's pretty slow. Is he funny? Yeah, he's oh, funny. yeah, we love Mark. Who's came from YKTR? Oh, Isaac. That's unreleased. You're reviewing exclusive information. Isaac John, yeah. Okay, cool. Now you had you. fun with him? Yeah, yeah he, was he was good. Fun. He was great. Got a big yeah. studio. That's yeah, the goal. Oh, you went to there? Hectic. Yeah. Uh, you reached out to him? Yeah, studio. Richard, yeah. Oh, yeah, good for you. Insane. That's nice of you. I, I like guys that support each other in the industries. It's yeah, good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, 100%. Well, and we're all now promoting you. the game together. There you go. Dang. Do I have to put my name? Uh, we'll if talk. you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. I'll just put woo. Yeah, that's a woo. Wow. Okay. And... Go to Macca's order. Jim, explain what we always do. Yeah, so we always ask our guests, Rog, at the end, go to Macca's order. Have you got one? To Macca's? Yeah. Go to Macca's order, yeah. Yeah, you know what it is? Cookies. <laughs> the cookies? I like Macca's. fucking the cookies. I think they're outstanding. <laughs> Macca's, uh, that's I, it. I have, you just have no, the No, so I have – this is my combo. <laughs> fucking since before you were born. Junior burger, which you guys now call it what? Hamburger. Hamburger, yeah, so no cheese. Yeah, no cheese. Yeah. So we used to call it Junior Burger back then. Okay. Did you know that? No. no. There you go. Oh, Fuck the pickle off. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand the pickles. <laughs> throw them to the shit house. <laughs> Large fries. <laughs> and I used to have vanilla thick shake, which I don't have anymore yeah. now. So I get a large Fanta and cookies. That's it. That's the meal. Yep. It's quite Actually, if way. you asked me what would be a, a job I'd like to do, yeah. I'd, fuck them. I'd like to be Ronald McDonald for a day. <laughs> Why? I do what? I have no idea. I, I just I, for a day, I just cause chaos there. Yeah. Well, Rog, thank you very much for coming on. We've had an absolute blast, and yeah. we're going to let you exit the way you want. So we'll, we'll, take it away, Rog. We'll okay. set the studio up for you, and you can do your dance. So.